I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The Soul Path of Awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone. (laughs) How's everyone doing? Oh my God, if you're new to this podcast, welcome. I'm Michelle. It's really great to have you here. Uh, Let's get some of the deets out of the way, shall we, before we dive in. Um, If you are listening by computer, that's great. If you want to be in the chat, you can listen um, in the chat. If you want to ask questions from the chat, you need to do a blog talk radio profile sign up for that and you can chit chat with us and you can ask questions uh listening number three four seven five three nine five one two two three four seven five three nine five one two two and um if you want to ask a question or you want a reading then you need to press one on the keypad three four seven five three nine five one two two press one on the keypad um i did put in the IG stories, but I did not put the, um, I don't think I put the press one or call in number, but anyway, you are here. Those of you that are here, it's great to have you. Um, Also want to say at the top of the podcast, thank you, thank you, thank you. Those of you that have left five stars, please don't even leave a review if you're not going to leave five stars, honestly, at least for effort. Um, Or if you have a, you know, any feedback you want to give me, you can always email me, awakeningspodcast at gmail.com or info at soulplayground.com. I do appreciate feedback. Or if you want to help out, if you want to help out behind the scenes, in the scenes, let me know. I could use some help. I could use some help in a lot of ways. I could use some help. I um, also want to thank all of you, and I'm just going to take a moment to breathe in. And as I breathe out, I'm sending you a big hug. Yeah. Those of you that have subscribed to Soul Insights and Tarot uh, and also Awakenings with Michelle Mache podcast on YouTube, thank you so much. Some of you have also sent in um, to Soul Insights and Tarot some appreciation, like donation, dinero, money. And that was so nice, so sweet of you to see. Um, you know who you are, and I know you listen to the podcast also, so I want to give a double thank you. And those of you that also are joining me on the Soul Path community of Patreon, thank you so much for connecting. And we had a great Soul Path journey or metaphysics and spiritualism salon uh, this month. It was off the charts. I mean, we were we went over an hour. Um, we meet for an hour, but a lot of times it goes over. This time we we went from uh, 1 p.m. to 
three. <laughs> three, in the, three in the afternoon. So also, just to let everyone know, if you are feeling kind of like, oh, what's this Patreon thing about Michelle does, check it out. Um, Soul Awakening with Michelle Mache, or just go to Michelle Mache. We have different tiers to support you. Some of you have joined my mentoring tier. You've asked that you want to meet monthly, but you also want to do an individual session with me. That's available. Um, But you get 20% off. And for a short period of time for the dream class, which I'm going to put in this, let me do a little note to do the link. I forget to do that. I'm going to put that in. What's all my Insta? If you if you follow me on Instagram and you go to the bio, you know where the links are. There is a link for a dream course. It's a three month course. It's not just dreams. It's using your dreams, even if you don't dream, or you think you don't. Um, Magic, ritual, we're going to have Paulo. Paulo, a lot of you love Paulo. Paulo is actually going to do a session in the course. Uh, He's going to do a ritual, teach a ritual. This is all to support you and hone in on the energies that are happening now, right now, between now and February, March. Really kind of now and February. It's like six months. Um, The kick-ass energy shifting that's happening is we're going to use the magic because this time, you know, you've noticed we have all these witches on lately on, on um, awakenings as guests because it is the season of the witch, as I put in um, <laughs> on the Instagram story. But, yeah, we've got uh, S.M. Harlow will be on later, author of tea, um, a Tea Witches Grimoire. So what are you saying in the – Hi, T. Witchery. Yes, Healer Medium, we're going to do it all. She's coming on later. Um, There's a reason we do certain rituals and and magic, and I am trained in ritual and spellcasting also. That was part of my my journey. And I weave it in. I weave a lot of different things in because I don't like doing just one thing. Even if, if if you subscribe to my YouTube channel, Soul Insights and Tarot, you know I mix things up. Even I mix the spreads up. I, I, it's just something I like variety. So I will mix everything in, my, my Hindu studies, my Kabbalah studies, everything. <laughs> Numerology, psychology, transpersonal psychology, hypnotherapy, dream analysis as a dream therapist, um, astrology, channel guidance, um, and that's what I bring. I, I, that's I because I like to use all kinds of modalities, and I think that's why people work with me as long as they work with me. You know, some people I've worked with thirty years consistently because they're like, oh, I, I really want hypnotherapy. Oh, Michelle does hypnotherapy. Okay, I want to get an astrology reading. Oh, Michelle does that, and it's not. Believe me, I you know I have my limits. I would say you know, certain things people dive in and study, like astrology, could be way more advanced um, that I am in, in in that in that science of it and maybe looking at Sabian symbols and things like that. But for readings and using my intuition and my channeling, opening to the guides and the Akashic, and weaving that with numerology, that's what I do in my soul path astrology readings, is I, I do the astrology reading based on the soul path and then um, if the people want to, I integrate the channel information and um, numerology. It all weaves together anyway. It's just some people become a specialist in something. 
And that's never been my thing. I guess also as a life path three, I'm a 21-3, we like variety. You know, I even studied jewelry making. I did that for a while and sold jewelry um, and did some boutiques and online. Um, so I kind of, my soul says, let's just try it. This is fun or let's learn about this. Um, I learned just enough sound engineering in the early days of this podcast because I had to do my own editing um, and I got one really good at one little part, but realistically, to become a sound editor, I would have had to spend eight hours a day, really, you know, sound editing, video editing, to get really good at it and master it, you got to put the time in. So I put that time in, in meditation, in my own readings, in working with the guides, in, in studying metaphysics, in, in researching or reading, watching things opening up and having sessions with the spiritual hierarchy and the oversouls. So I realistically was like, okay, I cannot become a sound editor or video editor. And also I don't have that mind to do that at long periods of time. Um, but I so appreciate people with their, you know, with their gifts. Um, and by the way, that my long, I'm going to share two things with you, then we're going to get to calls, um, 347-539-5122. Three four seven. Let me say it again. Five three nine five one two two. Press one on the keypad if you have a question or comment. But I I want to share with you this uh, two things. One that I got in meditation. One I'm kind of vibing on right now, and I'm like, oh, that's maybe why I'm talking so much about the different things that I do. Is if that's you, don't be, I would just suggest to you not to be afraid of that because most people's soul loves variety. Even people that specialize in something, you know, you go to a specialist, they have other interests that they may not be earning income from it or they may not be able to spend a lot of time, but a lot of times they have other interests. Um, and like I have a great, great um, healer, chiropractor, and does other, you know, has other interests, obviously. One is involved in something with racing, wrestling. They work on wrestlers. They wrestle. They, you know, do the weight training. Um, I, years ago, had an accountant that was also an amazing musician. Now, he, he, and, he, and he performed. And he performed here and there locally and did stuff for charities. And maybe, you know, in his teenage years, you know, was going to be in a big band. I don't know, you know, heavy metal band or something. But he's actually trained, uh, you know, in a, in a few uh, instruments. So I would just suggest you just, you know, without thinking I have to be the best at this or I have to, quote, unquote, earn a living or make money from this unless you really want to. But let it percolate. I mean, when I first started doing readings, I did not even charge. I think it was like for two years. And, you know, I was doing little odd jobs here and there. I had quite a good amount of money saved up from modeling. But these guides just appeared to me and started giving me information on people. And then I would meet them. Or I'd take an astrology course or workshop. And then I'd have information about the teacher the next day. You know, for 3 to 5 a.m. I would channel all this information. And then it started happening more and more and more. And I remember at one point, I don't know, it was a year, maybe maybe a year and a half, most of the time I just sat in my apartment just answering the phone because people were calling me from all over the world. I don't even know how they found me. I mean, this is pre, it's the beginning of Internet, but a lot of people were using Internet just as chats, right? 
And, and actually, no, my starting, my channeling and the guides coming to me, because there wasn't a lot of information about what I did. In fact, I would tell people what I did, and they're like, a channeler? What's a channeler? And they'd go, oh, oh, your voice changes. And somebody and I go, no, it's not exactly like that, but I'm working with these guides. I work with them consciously or sometimes in a trance. And it wasn't until this woman, and some of you have heard this story, this astrologer, um, I think Giovanna was her name in, in Newport Beach, asked how much I charged and told me, you know, you're really, really good. You're really accurate. You need to charge for this. She goes, it's a gift. And I'm like, oh, I never thought of that. I was just having so much fun. You know, even now, sometimes, even doing this, I am going to start, you know, scaling the podcast and doing different things to bring in an ex, you know monetary exchange um, and asking all of you for your support at some point. But I haven't since I first started doing it because I thought, oh, this is fun. I love doing it. I love connecting with people. Let's just put it out there and, and let's share and let's help people. So that's mostly been my motivation. Um, I remember one time, and I won't mention the person's name because you'll know it, but I brought this astrologer in to do a workshop. And, and at the time, I mean, my these workshops, I was – for you know anywhere from a one to three hours such as i was i was making quite a lot of money you know doing it and and it was a regular thing and anyway i thought oh i want to share him with everyone i want to share him and i'd also hired this um band this uh, kirtan band that i brought in because to me it's like a party it's like a cocktail party i always loved having people over because i guess because my parents were like that and and they never asked for any money for their parties, you know, house parties, cocktail parties, barbecues, whatever. We, we, we did it all, and so did our neighbors. And anyway, the guy asked me, the astrologer, he goes, what's your cut in all this? And I'm like, my cut? And he goes, yeah, your cut. How much are you making off of this work? And I said, oh, shoot, I never even thought of that. I gave him the whole amount. I was like, I paid for the band. I, pay, I gave him the whole amount. And I'm like, oh, I just wanted to share. Um, so maybe I, I, I need to think more myself, I suppose, in those situations. Um, and maybe I will down the road. But really right now, and especially coming, I would say, February, March of next year, it, 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 okay, let me just preface. It's always been this way, but now it's going to be really, really, really important. It's going to be emphasized. It's going to be highlighted. Is to celebrate yourself as a soul. Get to know your soul. What are you about? What brings you joy? Uh, you can always learn something new or integrate something new. Like now, maybe I, I bring people in and I... I I split the, you know, I split. I, I now have to think I have to pay taxes on this. I have to pay for the platform. So now I think, you know, a little bit differently. But I don't know. You know, I could bring somebody in and just give them the whole amount. I really don't care. But that's how I roll. That's my soul. That I. That's that's how I think and feel. You're going to do much, much better in in the new paradigm, aligning to the new emerging consciousness and in the new economy of inspiration and creativity when you're thinking more in terms of your soul. Because when you align to your soul, it brings you some kind of fulfillment. You know, when you're doing stuff from a soul level, it brings you this level of fulfillment that aligns your individual flow, your individual energy pattern or matrix into the universal divine flow. 
the universal matrix or design. Everything has a design. So the more you can align to your soul, your soul flow, the more you align to abundance. And, and that's not just financial abundance. That's abundance in all ways, all areas. It just opens up your portal bigger to align to the universal portal. So kind of have a think, a playful think of, of, you know, those of you, what do you individually do? What's your take on something? You know, I always think, yeah, be inspired by other people, but don't try to um, copy. I mean, copy to some degree what they do and it works, but make sure you have your own stamp. It's very, very old paradigm. It's lower vibrational Pisces and lower vibrational Aquarius to copy. And that's like you, would, you see on Instagram, even YouTube, everybody copies the same. And that's what gets a lot of the likes, by the way, is people copying each other. But I'm telling you, that's falling by the wayside. People are going to want something that's individual, odd, or maybe doesn't have as many followers or subscribers, but is very true, is very genuine. People are going to feel like there's a lot of integrity. And part of it is, is because on this earth plane in the, you know, the previous paradigm, we really weren't taught to honor the individual. It was all about the group and people being insecure about the individual or seeing something differently. And you see that now. That's where peer pressure comes from. You know, everybody has to be on the same, you know, bandwagon, the same messaging. That's why people like, you know, Kardashians blew up. You know, everybody wanted to look like them. Let's get my body, my hair, my butt like them. Let's get, you know, it's like, um, and I'm not saying it's good or bad, but it's not genuine. It's not genuine to people's soul. It's not people tapping into their soul and going, what do I really want to do? It's like, oh, this is cool. This is getting likes. This is getting, you know, and it's done with everything. I mean, it is done with race, color, creed. I mean, it, it's it's done with everything, gender identification. Um, I literally was up for something a while back. Uh, it's been quite a few years. Anyway, they wanted to go with the the the, the uh, program. They tested it, but the thing is. At the time, people were wanting people that on TV that were LGBT, LGBTQ, plug, you know, at the time. And I even had the producer tell me, the executive producer, too bad you're not gay because you would be hired in a minute. So it wasn't even enough that I was, you know, multiracial <laughs> and a woman and a woman. And having indigenous blood, quote unquote, Native American in me, Hispanic, Mexican, Puerto Rican, that was no longer enough. They told me, you know, you and and it's true. The person that got the the job that I was up for, the program, the the um, TV show, and they're still on TV. They're very successful. I won't name names, but they want that. But they the slot was gay. Okay. I said, well, I could do anything. I could, trans I could, you know, I modeling. I could be any ethnicity. I can look like so many different people, but I cannot. That I, I don't mind people thinking I'm something, a different ethnicity, or assuming a different religion. I said, but I can't do that. How am I going to? And they're like, I know. So this whole idea of the identity, it is very ego based. It, it, it is the soul trying to get through to individuality, and when we don't. When we aren't connected to our soul, our higher self, we, we pick outer identities to feel we connect in and belong in. 
And we've all seen it in middle school. We've all, that's when it starts. We've seen it in high school. We've seen it even in college. You know, if you're not with Phi Beta Chi, then you, you know, and you're my Beta Mai, you can't hang out with Phi Beta Phi. You can't date that, or this one's better, that one's better. But I'm telling you, that is the lower vibration of Pisces and also Aquarius. Aquarius has a lot to do with cults. That is not going to be where we end up in the golden era. I'm telling you, that is, that is very low vibrational. So if you're thinking oh, there's something else I want to do or I think this way or I feel this way, dare to try it little by little. Dare more and more and more to be you. Just try it. You know, we're all going to try different things. I've even done I mean, we all have done it even in fashion. I've done it in fashion. I've done it in hair. I've done, you know, different courses, classes, different religions. Some of the religions, yes, I studied because that was, you know, part of my, uh, you know, course or program or part of my training. But, you know, we all are seekers. But it's but it is moving into a time of also being a seeker connected into your own higher self, your own soul, the, your own authentic, genuine you. That you don't need a, to be a certain type of identity to fit in. You don't need to to be something that you're not, or to emphasize something that just doesn't, you know, really isn't what you want to emphasize in your life. Isn't, isn't the angle you want to come from? Isn't the vibe you want to come from? You know, some people don't want to come from the vibe of this is my race, this is my religion, this is my, you know, gender identification, this is my sexuality, you know, this is where I live. I'm, You know, some people do. But it doesn't make you wrong if you don't want to come from that. It's just that that's not fulfilling from your soul. So you're going to see kind of a lot of that kind of shaking out and it's going to come down to the universal transmission, the energetics, the resonance, the vibe. Not so much what you look like on the outside, or what you, but what, what's your vibe? Are you being authentic to you? Are you being genuine to you? So I hope that inspires you. If you have a different point of view or a different approach or a different way of doing something, you know, yes, look and see what works. Or maybe you have, you know, we all have people we look up to. We have, you know, mentors, teachers, people we want to emulate. We like what they're doing. It's, it's fine to integrate that and be inspired from that, but bring it back to what's authentic to you and what feels genuine, you know, for you. Let's see. Okay. Um, also, within that, just real quick, one of the things that we are moving into or that will help you energetically is the metaphor of the scorpion, the eagle, and the phoenix. So that digging deep with the scorpion. Scorpion, we get stung with something. With the scorpion tail stings us. It's a toxic or a poison. But anytime we have a toxin or a poison or we get sick, Afterwards, we feel cleaned out or cleared out. It's a purification. So look right now in your life, where are you being stung? What, what, a stinger can be an alarm. Ouch, let me, ooh, it, it brings our attention to something. The scorpion also is very adept at, at digging holes and going deep. So it is a time of connecting in with the subconscious or the unconscious within ourselves, 
within groups that we're involved in, within society, within the world. So see how you can see below the surface. Some scorpions are dark, they're black for potential, the void. Some are clear, it's about transparency. They can be very hard to see, they can be very small, or they can be bigger. And it's not, it's a protection, but scorpions also sting just to like move out of the way. So you might be stung, you know, you might, it's like an alarm clock, right? You might be being awakened to something in your life that now needs to be highlighted. Now, if you connect in to, after the scorpion phase, that deep death, the subconscious, the shadow material, what needs to come up and be brought aware of, the eagle takes a bird's eye view, a higher view, a, or eagle view. You know, eagle looks with one eye and then another. You know, and eagles have a very good vision, acute vision. So what do you need to get higher up to? And then the, the phoenix, which is the next level, is from that process, something dies, something's changed, the ashes. There's some transformation or transmutation and transformation of energy that's happening in your life. Something is changing in the energetics. You will notice it by feeling it out, like that scorpion. When you get stung, you feel a lot. You may not be thinking a lot. You may not even know what stung you, but you're not thinking, I wonder what stung me. You're like, ow, what the hell? You know, do I need to take care of it now? Do I need to go to the hospital? What do I need to do? So what is the, where is the highlight in your life? Is it an alarm? Is it a little sting? Is it a big sting? What, what do you need to be aware of and take a bigger view? And then realize that something is transmuting. The energy is changing. There's either less energy, more energy. Something is changing. You're in some kind of transition. And from that transition, there's a, there's a transmutation of energy. The energy is mutating for a new form, a transformation. And then that's what you want to align with. Something could be like the going to ashes. It could be dissolving either slowly bit by bit or right before your eyes. But out of what is transmuting and then transforming a new form, you will rise again like the phoenix. Something is about to rise in your life. Something is about to manifest. And I'm going to say it's probably next February on. Some of you may have an inkling of it. Some of you may not, and hopefully if you, if you do my, my little suggestion here, you're going to be like, oh, that's what it is. Then that's where to put your attention. That's where to put your focus. All right, so lights, that's it. Let's uh, connect in. Uh, 347-539-5122 is the number, numero, and let's get your callers. Hi, you're on air. Hello, Michelle, 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 it's Sunray. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Which are you at? Are you at the ashes? Are you looking above? Are, are you stung? Are you rising oh. above? Or are, you, are, you, are you looking above or are you rising from below? What's going on? <laughs> oh, my God. Well, or all of it. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect analogy. Like, you definitely answered all my questions that I have already been uh, rising. <laughs> but I also wanted to thank you because you mentioned earlier about, uh, like, your platform and the abundance and exchange of energy. And, you know, I truly appreciate appreciate you and my current financial estate 
that you offer a platform where we can exchange abundance in a different way through this energy, mm. yeah. through our being. And that, to me, means so much because it is helping me also get closer, all get closer to that more collectiveness of abundance and sharing to that abundance. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for uh, creating such a beautiful platform for us to connect. Um, thank you. Thank me a lot you. And I'm going to say also co-creating because co-creating, you calling yeah. in, the people calling in, the people listening, the people in the chat, everyone is co-creating this. And I got to say, especially people like, I mean, everybody's co-creating, but I feel like when people call in or they're asking questions in the chat, you're extra co-creating it. You're putting extra oh. enriching in it. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. because if you have a question, it's not just you. I always say it's 10 people that are listening, 100 or 1,000 or thousands. All of us, even as amazing as we all are an individual, someone else has our same issue. You know? Yeah, oh, 1,000 percent, yes. Yeah. Other callers, yeah. and it's always, you know, you can almost even if they don't call rely in. On some, but see, some people can't call in either. You know, some are shy because I've gotten emails. Oh, I can't even call in. I'm too shy. I don't want to talk to you. Or they're working. They're doing something else. They have kids. Some people mm. don't have a phone. Some people are in other countries where the time zone is different yeah. and they can't call in. Yeah. So You're I get, right. you know, yeah, right? So I get a lot of times these messages, oh, my God, I'm glad that caller called in because that was my question. Oh. You know, it's oh, 2 a.m. Wow. here where I am. I can't call in, you oh, know, or, I love yeah. That. So, That's so yeah. beautiful. Oh, man. That's yeah, true. well, then I'm sure, I'm sure we're all feeling this, but, like, it, for me, these this past month in October, gosh, has been the most beautiful of moments, but the most tumultuous of mm, events. Yeah, almost daily. Um, like at work, I'm struggling a lot at work, but I know this feels like a cycle. I'm seeing the patterns are coming up, the emotions are coming up, and I'm just doing my best to show up in my light at work. And that's I've struggled with that. I work at a as a bartender and server at a restaurant, and the kitchen staff in the back is just so dense and sequesters or like puts down my light, including my own front of house staff, like my manager. It's just about business. It's not about being. So I don't often get a chance to connect. I mean, I try. I do with my customers, but with my coworkers, my managers, it's, you know, I get in trouble for little things that, um, then I'm like, okay, well, I'm not really focusing on that. And then I have my mother who told me that she was going to leave the town that we both live in, but now she's telling me she's moving out of a terrible situation, which is why she was moving out of town in the first place, but now she's staying. And I have another friend who just told me that she's now uh, going to have a baby, and I have another friend who's struggling mentally that... I've lost touch with her recently, and that's been hard. And I just moved into my new space, and that's been amazing. And there's all these things that are going on, but I'm like, I feel like in, like, 
Dorsey <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and a tornado. <laughs> yeah. And well, it is that right everything. now. There's, yeah, there's a lot of chaotic energy, and and that's partly why I do this podcast. That's why I do the Patreon. That's why I'm doing the dream, the the manifesting course coming up. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people don't have the tools. Also, Sunray. So, like even with you with work, if you can just focus on okay, that's helping pay the bills, but I'm not going. It sounds I'm not going to get the emotional fulfillment there, or right. very little. Yes sounds like right mm-hmm. oh very very little and it okay, very, very. <laughs> because it's also affecting like i'm i also have another coworker that i'm very close to us and um we both share the same emotional feelings of like this is not supporting us um making good decisions um because after work we want obviously we want to have our shift drink but that's drinking alcohol, and that's a lower vibration uh, density of a substance, and then it just keeps us in a cycle. It keeps us in this loop, and we're recognizing it. And they also just told me that some pretty intense um, news about them and why they can't um, know that why they're trying not to drink anymore because it's you know a matter of their life or or not. You know, so I don't want to give too much detail because she asked me not to share. But no, I mean, that's, okay. But I'm here's sure the thing I want to share, and I'm probably every I don't know a lot of people. There's a lot of new people, so maybe they haven't heard my my story, and maybe I'll go into it if you if need be. But the thing is, it's 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 you're learning a really big lesson, and it's that acceptance mm-hmm. of what is. But if you you're not supposed to get your emotional fulfillment there. There are some places that we go, that we're sent to, that that's not part of the equation. Except the emotional fulfillment that you get it, that it's satisfying a certain amount of income coming in that you need. End of story. Boom. Gratitude. Thank you for that. And get the fulfillment, the support, the connection elsewhere. Right. So how do I show up with my higher self in that in that situation, in that area? Because I don't feel like I'm tapping in and tuning in and being my higher self. I feel like I'm a different person. I'm dropping down to yeah. Because you have an expectation. Do do you re, do you remember my sharing about when I worked at that spiritual center? And mm-hmm. maybe I didn't say. Well, I'll try to distill it because it's such a good it's such a good example. I worked at a very well-known spiritual center. And believe me, behind the scenes, it was not all wonderful, even with the founder. I mean, I I had people coming to me, opening up about stuff that was going on with him and his shenanigans, low-level stuff. And I had, I mean, there's just, because a lot of times with certain groups, even with therapists, or they don't, they're not doing their emotional clearing. They're not doing their inner work. They're, you know, and so... they're acting out stuff, but then they're meditating or praying, and they, you know, they look a certain way or have the best-selling books, whatever. You know, it's like, but behind the scenes. So mm-hmm. I had a situation. Somebody had worked with me, and they, it was just when I was starting my podcast too. They completely flipped out on me because I, I, okay, just real short story. I had paid them to mm-hmm. work with me. 
and as an okay. assistant, and I paid ahead of time because I had money. They they were in a crunch, and I gave them money, and and so they worked. Everything was fine. Everything was perfect. And then they were wanting to leave, and I said, "Great, they're going to go on and do their other their career." Was picking up great. That's perfect. And I paid them, and then they said, "Oh, it's short." And I said, "Well, no, I have a, this is the accounting, and no, that's short." And I said, "No, I paid you." Da 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 da. And then they said to me, "Well, I said I paid when you first started. I I gave you the week's pay. Well, who would do that? That's stupid." And I said, "I would do that when someone needs money." And I go because I remember oh. telling them they couldn't. I, I was like, well, well, "You're not going to go to." you know, Mexico on this $500 or whatever it was, $400. I, I trust you. I trust you to do the work. So here's the money. Oh, so you gave her an advance. I gave her an advance. What's the deal? It was no skin off my back. It was well, not that much very money. Helpful. And just, that's very rare. But that's what people do. That's but that's what people do. And also if you're in a spiritual community, I'm like, why wouldn't I do that? I trusted the person. And they worked great for me. Well, they oh, had she, issues with she their mother. Like you shorted her. Yes, she didn't. Re- so what happened? She freaked out, yelling, screaming. Comes to my house. I'm I'm trying to do my podcast. Yelling, screaming. I had another assistant lined up, but that had to be their friend. And they're like, I can't now be your assistant. They she badmouthed me. Her mother badmouthed me, who was like a big wig in this institute, this group, also an attorney. And I'm like, what happened to working through? I, I started giving them their doctrine back to them, you know, this group. I'm like, what about this? What about that? Freaked out, freaked out, yelling, screaming. I mean, very, uh, very, 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 you know, just charged. Mm. But I could see it. I could yeah. see it playing out. I'm like, well, they're not doing, they don't do their emotional clearing work, healing. They're charged. Okay. Mm-hmm. But... I was working there. I had classes there. So I had to show up while being shunned, shunned, shunned by certain Mm. groups. But I, and it was Mm. hard. It was hard to go there knowing what the behind the scenes really are, how people really are acting. Because I was feeling like I'm a little nobody. I have my five-step emotional clearing. I have my little things that I do, but I meditate. I do my inner work. I connect into my higher self. I prayed. I meditated. What do I do? What do I do? And the message I got was I am there for the students. Once that happened, I felt so good. I even literally, because I am, I have some Scorpio, so I will poke you. Mm-hmm. When her mother, which is a big wig there, because she was holding a grudge to me. Both of them were. And then certain people wouldn't talk to me because these two people were ensconced. Let me tell you, when I would get there and I would see her there, I would come up and I would air kiss. Hi, good to see you. I'm like, I am not going to. Because that's what I did before with her. And she would just rigid up. And I'm like, I am not playing your game. I'm here because of God. I'm here by divine appointment. I am here to do inner work. And I am not playing this low-level game. Well, I tried to make a man. I tried to get this person back three years later. They came and apologized and wanted to meet me. I didn't need to be. I'm like, oh, if you would have done it. I, I, I mm-hmm. so desperately six months after, two months, three months. Then I've had a few situations happen like that where you always, I always get the apology. I'm so sorry. I was wrong. And it was, she's like, I was triggered. I was going through a bad time with my mom. I took it all out on you. 
And, and they actually even wanted to pay me. They're like, I know people didn't work with you because of this and that. And I'm like, oh, if you would have done this six months or a year, you know, after. I go, but I don't need this now, but I appreciate your apology. And they even wanted to work with wow. me. And I was like, well. So, Interesting. My long story. So maybe I'm here for like a greater purpose, it sounds yeah. like. And I just won't know until like, you know, quote unquote that time, whatever. Uh, but that's well, like kind of purpose, seeing the bigger picture later. Yes, the purpose how you're showing up. Or, yes, how you're showing up, but also so you don't try to get something out of a situation. You know, I can't tell you how many people I work with as clients that I, I tell them, especially that are academic, you know, PhD professors, and I'm and they're like, and it's such. I mean, some of the work, the most catty, cattiness and backstabbing in a system is. Um, the academic is the universities and politics. And I happen mm. to work with people and all, and I tell them, you're not going to get your needs met, your emotional. Go get the paycheck, write that paper, write that book. Do not, that's not your place. So a lot of times for some people, your workplace will not be where you get the warm and fuzzies, where you get the fulfillment. And to know that and go, okay, but this is providing me this income or this is providing me this health insurance this is, and then bridge to something else. If you want to work in a place that's emotional fulfillment and money, you can have that, but you have to bridge to that. You know, I learned a big lesson in that situation for me it, it, because to be able to show up and, and see that they're wounded, they're acting out of this low-level wounding, and, and 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 that's what taught me that metaphysical maxim that we cannot fool the universe. It doesn't matter what we look like externally, how many subscribers or followers or best-selling books or who knows our name. If you're not of a, of a, tr- a higher vibrational frequency, the universe knows you're not really affecting that big of change in the universal level. That, that that a person that let's say is a is a um, custodian or you know cleans the halls. Yeah, the you mentioned this before. Yeah, I know, but it's before. true because if that person <laughs> is being the real deal empath, that person is putting out you know two twenty watts, two thousand you know amps of energy. It it, it doesn't matter in in our in our prefab world of the of what's prefab important. It doesn't have. It may have juice in the bank account and a lot of people knowing you, but that person that's putting out the real wattage is is creating more transformation. You know, the other one may be bringing more awareness to something, but awareness. We all we all can be aware of our issues. Awareness doesn't make change. I could be aware. You know, whatever. Somebody could be aware that they have to stop eating 20 chocolate cakes a day because they're gaining weight. That doesn't create change. Right. That's, a, that's the first no, step. That's the first step, yeah. Yeah, see? So how can you have a di- – is the, is the action, once you become aware of something, then you need to do yeah. some kind yeah. of healing, inspired action, mm-hmm. change your behavior, your mindset – work with your feelings, your emotions. It's usually some kind of emotional repatterning. Yeah, so being aware, that's a great gift. We have a lot of people on this planet that bring awareness. 
but that's not what's creating the change. It's a, it's a step. Uh-huh. But there's so many light workers behind the scenes that we'll never see that are really making the cosmic change. You know, so many little old ladies, little old men, you know, that the old school <laughs> in the in the villages, whatever they're yeah. praying, meditating, their spells, whatever they're doing, you know, the Celtics, the Druids, those people, the little old lady that prays for peace or humanity and is very genuine and, and compassionate and, you know, really tuned in, that person is making a lot more change. It's really affecting that change. You're right. And it's, I think I just posted this on uh, my social about, like, um, taking care of the inner world before being able to take care of the outer world. Um, and that kind yeah. of coincides with what you had mentioned about, you yeah. know, the just like about how we show up and who, how people show up and that, you know, that it could be the janitor is different than that person who's wearing all white and yeah. uh, with a long beard it's and all our that. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's our vibes. It's the vibration. But see, we are world, especially around the 50s. I think, I don't know if it's the 30s, 50s. I saw a documentary years ago on this and it was it was when lifestyle um kind of advertising came most of our life is built on advertising it's what we see and and we've been kind of molded or in this entrainment to believe that that's what's making the big you know the big difference or or that's what success is it, it's not really based on it's kind of like actors like there could be an actor that's very well known or making a lot of money or is a big celebrity but we and we've seen it. But they either do the same role over and over, or they're not that great. But they blew up for some reason, whatever. How they dated, they had a better PR person, and then you see like a, another actor that does um, what's the not leading roles but supporting, and you're like, oh my god, that person is so amazing. So talent, you know, mm-hmm. that's why, yeah, that's why blowing up doesn't necessarily mean that there's a that there's innate talent it could be the talent could be that they had a good marketing team or the timing was right or they married the right person or you know whatever whatever there's so much else around it yeah but i really feel with you sunray as you're being pushed to kind of create a, a great soul connected support team or have a kindred spirit or kindred spirits or kindred souls and and not to try to because you set yourself up when you're trying to get something from that place of work and I think healer medium put it in the chat sometimes you have to find your f- fulfillment outside of work yeah sometimes work is just work right. it's just about the the money yeah. or the or the insurance and then so I feel like that's your lesson is to kind of just let it be what it is and if you let it be what it is then you'll ha- you'll be better to align into your higher self because our higher self sees what is. It doesn't try to make mm-hmm. something what it's not. Right. I mean, do you see myself staying at this place for very long? Because we're heading into a lot of even major rebranding and changes at work. And I think that's I mean, up to you. I think, I think that's up to you. I think as soon as you kind of just have the gratitude for what it is and just leave it at that and take that energy that you're trying to change it or make it something different or that it, it, it bothers you and bring it into what you really want. 
you know, like my situation, I, I got so much out of that. I met so many people, amazing people. It's a, it's a good cred. I got clients out of it. I love teaching, I, and I love teaching there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a great experience, but it also taught me, once again, behind the scenes, you know, that saying all that glitters is not gold. It's like it's really about the behind the scenes and the inner work and not to rely on something or try to change it and make it be, try to make it be what it's not. Just let it be what it is and take your energy and either put it elsewhere or put it towards creating something else or drawing something else. So you're going to feel better once you take your energy off of what isn't and trying to make it be something and being disappointed that it's not that. Then then you open up to to what is and always what in what is is there is abundance there. Thank you, Michelle. That's very beautifully said, and I'm excited and look forward to redirecting my energy and seeing what creative expression will come from that. Yeah, really let us know. Call in. So let much. Try it out. Feel it out and see what comes up, because I bet you'll mm-hmm. either get a burst of energy or something will open or you'll have a great idea. Um, it's just once you take that extra energy you're putting there, you take that away from there. So uh-huh. that's the universe's gift. It, it, it's supporting yeah. you financially, and that's it. That's all you're going to get out of that. That's like having right. a Volkswagen, you know, or a Prius, even worse, a Prius, and, and thinking <laughs> you can go to the drag races, right? You go, you show up with your Prius and all these other cars as soon as they <laughs> – and you're, like, kicking the Prius going – why did you know we we didn't we lost the race and all these other cars are doing 200 250 miles an hour? Oh my God! I'm tearing up. It makes so much So bless fun. your Prius. It's guys. Bless your Prius. Yeah, I'll bring my gay energy there and just be like, okay. Exactly. Just you be you with that Prius. Just ride it with pride with that Prius, and then you know. You're creating your but, your sports car. Okay, lots of love. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Michelle. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking <laughs> with? <laughs> I'm so excited. I just didn't know if that was real. Uh, first time calling in. My name's Kate, and uh, hey, Kate. I just want to say. Thank you for your amazing talks, and I listened to um, the full insight on your YouTube channel earlier, and I just, it's amazing that it's just always spot on, and I feel like that's a common phrase we all hear, but it truly just, it's so validating, and thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for your appreciation and for Sharing your energy by calling in, yeah. Yes. My question for you is I'm in this legal situation with the house that we had sold, um, and I'm looking to see what you see if it will be ending soon and um, kind of what you see of that situation. Mm. Well, first of all, I get back and forth, so I, there there could be negotiations or mediation. There's something back and forth, back and forth for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I want to look at outcome. Ooh, it's back and wow. 
I don't know. It may take a while. I, I do feel you could settle, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. It seems contentious. It seems contentious and definitely power struggle. It shows you hanging in there, though. I don't see you giving up or giving in, and I don't feel that you should. It's not, it's not saying to give in. It's saying hold out for what you want. You might have to come down a little bit, but not a lot. Yeah, do you see it? Um, yeah, I mean, they're asking for, I mean, the claims are ridiculous. It's just, it's, it's an awful, awful thing. Um, yep. And they're claiming, and I, <laughs> um, do you see it ending by the end of the year? I was just going to say, I would probably think December. That, okay, I think that December. was my That's what I'm getting. as well. Yeah. 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 You're and spot on. Kind of, it's saying, hold uh, on, whatever that. you're doing, whatever you're, you know, whatever tactic you're doing or whatever's happening is working. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've um, my emotional uh, response to it has been all over the map. And I think finally I'm at the point where I'm like, no, this is absolutely wrong and I'm not going to give it. Yeah, that's why. That's Okay. You're, that's that's great for you to connect with that. Sometimes it just takes a while. You know, anything like this is a process. It's a process and then, you know, brings in our deservability and our worth. But, yeah, it, it does show that it will be um, ending. I would Maybe even time of Sag, so end of November. I would say more December, though, I, maybe around the 15th or something. I don't think they want to yeah. bring it into the year is what I'm hearing in the next year. All right, Kate, keep um, us posted, okay? I will. Thank you so much for your time and everything that you give to us, and uh, we appreciate it so much. Mm, thank you for being here. Big hug. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. Valerie. Hi, Valerie. Hi. Valerie. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I haven't given up on the, my insurance claim. I'm still okay. dealing with that. Good. And, uh, yeah. And so I have another party involved. And mm. they're saying also that um, I should have gotten the actual denial letter specific to my claim. Yep. And so hopefully I can get that. Or if not, they will go ahead and decide to settle and send a check over here. <laughs> Yeah. I'm hearing similar with you is to keep to it. Let's see, what perspective dollars you take with this legality, the claim? Okay, yours may go into next year. It says stay to stay to it. Um, yeah, I just feel, I don't know what's going on in the world. I mean, I just did this thing, a, a video with the guides on Patreon about the... Um, economy and just a lot of different stuff with that and that always ties into the energy i would just say right now for a lot of people oh i just hit it that's why jupiter is reversed okay if we look at it astrologically is reversed retrograde it's reversing things it's in retro okay so yeah i would say a lot of things that are stuck right now towards the end of the year and definitely january february are going to move forward 
even with that Pluto going back into Aquarius, because anytime it leaves a sign, it oomps. So I feel like with you, it's stuck. I, I feel like whoever has it, there's a lot. It, it's on the desk. It's on the files. It's in the. To, it's it's there. I feel some people have even seen it. I think you just have to keep being that broken record. Like just send the email, send the registered letter, or certified letter. Just do something, and then do something positive and good for you. Something life enhancing. You know, have some tea. Like our next, our guest is coming on. Mag- magical recipes for your tea time. Have a have some kind of tea that nurtures you. You know, and and just keep doing it. Don't don't let there be a little bit of a um, uh, what I want to say, like a little bit of a, a space after you do something. You know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's gonna know when we get on the on the because her book. Maybe she'll know of a tea to help with breakthroughs or something. There's one for hexes, getting rid of hexes. But um, and, and so far as yeah, you're just gonna have to keep at it, is what I'm hearing. I you you know oh. the thing is a lot of time individually. Many times, I would say nine and a half times out of ten, we're involved in the universal cycle because we're part of the universe, you know, through the subtle energy, the wolf mm-hmm. and the wharf, the weave. So you are in this cycle of stuff being held back right now. So it could be a Saturn cycle. I don't know, but I can see that. And it just it's just showing, you know, that there there will be a breakthrough, but, but you've got to keep at it. And breakthrough with the insurance, is that what you're referring to? Yeah, breakthrough in a whole bunch of other areas because I'm still not working. Either. Well, it could be. Well, it could be a whole bunch of other areas also. I mean, it it one area of energy is energy. It affects us differently. Mm-hmm. You see, if you keep, that's why I say, do something. Do what you need to with this thing, and then let it go, and then do something else in another area of your life, whether it's the job or whatever it is. You got to right. create a little bit of space because you're kind of energetically micromanaging this. That energy, take it into your work, your job, your career, whatever else that you want to do, right? Let there be a vacuum. You know, you can set it, you know, you can do a post note or you could set a little alarm on your phone. Okay, now I'm going to look at this again. But you got to take that micromanagey energy and, and take it off of there. Okay. All right, Valerie, keep us posted. Buckle I, the mic. I shall. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Hello, everyone that's just getting on air on this podcast. If you're new, welcome. If you just started listening, this is time for our second half of the program. We have S.M. Harlow, um, a wild crafter at heart. Uh, We're going to talk about her book, A Tea Witch's Grimoire, Magical Recipes for Your Tea Time. Let's see what we got here. Hello, S.M., Hi, how are you doing? Hi, I'm doing great. Do you go by SM? Because that's what I got. Um, on the book it is. You could call me Susanna. That's okay. Susanna, hi, Susanna. Well, I didn't even in my hi. info from, about you. I, they didn't give me your first name, but I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> I got your book right Actually, in my could've... hand. Huh? Oh, how lovely. Yes. Um. You know, I was just listening in right now, and I was like, oh, yes, 
continue the road opener tea recipe. Oh, okay. Let's talk about that because they're still they're still on the line. What um, what is um, it? Ro- is it in a road opener tea? Yes, that was the first thing that came to mind, and um, it's it's a very simple one. It's just with some mint, some lemon balm, some yarrow, mm, okay. and some parsley, and just to kind of help boom crush those rocks that are in the way, and just kind of help the flow of energy move forward. Oh, okay. So mint, lemon balm, and what was the other tea? Or, or yarrow? Or, yeah. And what, what was it? I can't hear. Of course. What was? Uh, lemon balm, yarrow, mint, and parsley. Yarrow, okay, yarrow, okay. And if you need to have it happen fast, then add a little bit of ginger. And Ooh. honey to sweeten the deal. Okay, I like that. Valerie, you listening? You're still in the queue. I see you. This is your tea. Mint, lemon balm, parsley, yarrow, little ginger make it a little faster, and honey to sweeten the deal. Yes, and if you don't like some of those, it's okay. You can focus in on any of one of those herbs ingredients that you do like, you know, such as mint or or lemon balm. So it just depends on your preference. But if you go in with your intention and visualize your road opening, you got this. Oh, I'm going to do that. Okay. So I got a question for you. Susanna, mm-hmm. um, let's just put road open, open the road. I used to drink a lot of chamomile. I have been obsessed, and I realize now, it took me a while to realize, oh, my God, every night you have to have the peppermint tea. Um, what is peppermint good for? or what, why do you, I wonder why I'm craving peppermint tea. And I used to rarely drink it every now and then. Um, but it seems like it's become this, and I am a big tea drinker. Right now I'm having um, yerba mate with a little bit of honey. But Ooh, wow. the peppermint, yeah, the yerba, I found a good yerba mate. It's um, it's one that's in a, actually a tea bag. What, what is it called? It's called uh, Eco Teas, Organic and Fair Trade Yerba Mate Unsmoked. Green oh, energy. It gives nice. you a little bit of, yeah, it gives you a bit of energy, but not too jittery because I'm very um, sensitive to caffeine. Yeah. Caffeine. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. You said um, that you were craving this in the night? I said what? Did you say that you've been craving this peppermint, especially at night? Yes. And for I, I realize now if I look back, it's been like, I think at least the last, for the last year and before at night I would like kind of vary my tea like I drink tea all day and then at night I have a little tea and especially after after eating maybe an hour later but it used to be chamomile or um something else but peppermint I've been drinking a lot of Mm -hmm. it it makes sense especially right before bed you feel this this, uh, this need for the peppermint tea peppermint is very healing it also is, it? is oh, okay. yes, oh yes, it is very soothing. It helps promote that healing energy into your body, your your mind and body. But because peppermint is also very deeply connected with, like the planet Mercury, um, mm. is wonderful 
sleeping, like let's say for like your dreams and for um, psychic powers, like or like prophetic dreams, it is wonderful in that kind of way that it can help soothe and and heal those certain aspects. You know what I mean? Like oh. those, those, when you go to sleep and you need a kind of like a healing renewal. And okay. especially when it comes to your dreams, if your dreams are needing to kind of come forward and help you heal and cope or mend through certain things in the subconscious mind, then peppermint is really wonderful to take right before you go to bed. Okay, maybe that explains. Well, here's the thing. Okay, I almost also... I'm a, a dream therapist and analyst, so I use my dreams a lot, and I do lucid dreaming, oh. dreaming. But here's the thing: I have been. I'm wondering if the peppermint's making it more. I have been for the last year and a half, probably maybe almost two years. Well, for sure, the last year, year and a half since like last year, because I'm going to do this dream workshop. I wanted to do it last year, but I'm doing the course this year. My dreams have been off the chart. I mean, astral travel, oh, dream state, dream. Yes. But I'm wondering if that damn peppermint is making it more pronounced because I'm like I would say yes. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, very it interesting. It's great for prophetic dreams. It's great. It's it it will help you basically, especially if you add it in. Like either if you drink as a tea, you have it before. Like if you take, put it into like a nighttime bed time, or you know, um, sorry, your bath salts and things like that, or into a a dream fashion, it's supposed to help you see glimpses of the future. If not to help oh. you heal subconsciously, it's also good for psychic powers, prophetic dreams. So I would say yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I wondered, I mean, just as we were talking and you mentioned the dream, you know, the road opening dream, I thought, oh, I could ask her about this peppermint because I clearly, it hit me like a, a few weeks ago. Like, I'm drinking a lot of peppermint tea, and I used to never drink that much pepper, very rarely. You know, everybody would go out to dinner, everybody would have tea, most people would have peppermint after dinner. I would always have chamomile. And I thought, you've been doing like a mad dash on the peppermint. You know, I've had to keep rebuying it. I'm like, oh, I'm out of peppermint tea again. I'm out of peppermint tea again. So, so yeah, I didn't know that. I, I knew digestion. Yeah, but I didn't know about the... Um, dream part that's pretty fascinating wow love that um let's talk a little bit i definitely want to dive into your book but i also want to um find out a little bit more about you i know you started doing this wild crafting at quite a young age um that really that psychic age between age and 8 and 11 is very profound for us um but how did you really start resonating uh, with working with herbs and, 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 and teas and spells and, you know, really casting magic, mm-hmm. using magic? Oh, okay. Well, I would say the, the healing factor when it comes with teas and herbs like that, I would say it, it was a, a family trait. You know, my grandmother, she was very knowledgeable about these things, so... She just let her spirituality and her her knowledge pass down, just you know, aid her in moving forward and helping people with these herbal remedies and things. So that always fascinated me to watch 
that happen. And mm. when it came to magic and doing spells, oh, definitely throughout that age, from like you said, 11 to, well, 8 to 11, I, mm-hmm. I was out there letting my intuition guide me and my connection to nature empower me and just doing little tiny like mindful spells that you know you want something and it will happen that kind of thing and it was really when I was 11 that I started diving further into this wisdom and this knowledge and in practicing but Mm. I would say that my full fascination and connection with herbs um, came full circle when I was 17 to 18 years old. I was working in a metaphysical store and I was set in the back room like a little goblin to work on all the different <laughs> herbal powders, incense, <laughs> candle dressing, you know. So I was, yeah, yeah. I was out of sight, but I, I, I loved it. I loved being in this little dark room <laughs> surrounded by an apothecary of herbs, you know, and, and magical ingredient herbs. So I had to be there to learn all of their correspondences. I had to understand what went into creating a magical recipe, whether it was incense, powders, candles, Mm. oils, all of it, you know. So I fell in love with that knowledge, learning all of their different properties, all of the the folklore, the the traditions passed down, the the stories. And and it was in that room where I really got to connect with all these herbs in a purely intuitive, empathic kind of way, you know. And that's, I would say, what truly empowered my craft was Mm -hmm. when I was able to do all that. And after that, I started working at a... Um, a Chinese apothecary, well, it was apothecary. It was um, acupuncture, Chinese healing medicine, and it was also a tea room. So mm. my duty was to help assist the acupuncturist, but also to learn from the tea master there about all the different teas, um, the traditional Camilla Sinensis tea, and all of its medicinal properties, its spiritual properties, its stories, its history as well. And I, it, it something there clicked to me. It, that's when it was awakened, I would say, when I was able to fall in love with the tea and, and serve it to others who were coming in seeking healing, seeking wholeness, and, and in a way, purpose for themselves and I I got to really embrace that service you know that I knew that I needed to bring them a little piece of healing magic as well you know so I would say that's really the where the, the where the door is truly opened you know mm-hmm. now did you start in, incorporating this for yourself and then seeing how you felt or what oh, yeah. what transfer you did. Okay. So, yeah. Uh-huh. See, I I was making different magical herbal remedies um before working at that acupuncture tea room. Um 
But I think it was after that experience I really started to um, make true tea recipes, incorporating all of my magical knowledge with the medicinal knowledge that I knew of. And over the years, from from like 19, 20 years old to now, I was just making all sorts of different recipes. And, you know, just like any any practitioner on this path, when a need, when a, a remedy needed to come in to solve an issue, sit down and create these recipes. So everything that you would see in this book is literally my recipes that I have done over the years, tried and tested and have come true. So, yes. <laughs> Mm. It's my babies. Your babies. So now, when you're, tell us a little bit about your, I feel like I want to know a little bit about your schedule, and that, that's interesting. What's Susanna's day like? Because when you're wildcrafting, then you're, when you're not doing that, you're studying traditional naturopathy. Um, what do you, you know, yeah, what do you do? Well, actually, we just recently moved. A few months back, oh. and yeah, I used to live in California, so now I'm in Alabama oh. with my son and my husband. Yet, and we live in the middle of the woods. Oh wow! So, yes, we are are in the beginning of forming a homestead here, and so it's been a lot of unpacking, a lot of organizing. I have basically been trying to organize my own little apothecary, um, and taking care of our son. You know, he just turned three years old, so we a lot of time goes into him now. <laughs> but um, my my day-to-day is I basically I wake up, I do a bit of a, a solo morning meditation in a way you would say just before my husband and my son wake up and they need me for what, whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and, you know, I, I, I think to myself, what is it that I need of, of the day? How am I feeling, you know? And, and occasionally mm-hmm. I would go and consult with my spirit guides through my aura cards or my tarot deck. And from there, knowing the knowledge that I need of the day or how I need to feel or if I just can just go with the flow of the day, then I move forward and tend to my son and um, give him his morning drinks, breakfast, you know. And then I go and I begin my day with my morning tea ritual. Um, I usually like to start the day with, like, a gaba tea, but it's a oolong tea. And mm. if no one has heard of it, I highly suggest it because it's the perfect tea to start your day. It basically... Which is it's twice, twice as powerful as coffee, but it is. But it's no, it's it's not a lot of caffeine into it. So it's what perfect is it called? for basically removing the brain fog. It's GABA, G-A-B-A. Oh, I take GABA. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. I you take, know. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, I need because again, I'm very and it shows on my astrology by the aspects. But yeah, I take um, fast acting GABA. Which is stress release, but it's good for energy and focusing, but not jittery. I didn't know that. Well, there must yeah. be. It's a it's a herb. So it, so it comes in tea form as well. 
Yes, it comes in an oolong form. Uh, I actually discovered oh. that when I worked as an acupuncturist, and and that it just changed my world when I started drinking it. It's it's basically oolong tea, and it's been um, treated to a point where it activates the GABA chemical within the tea plant itself. Oh, and so it can naturally okay. be drunk and able to penetrate the brain wall. So it's a very it's a very lovely, gradual, natural way to incorporate GABA, especially if you drink it every day. It, you can start feeling its natural effect within like a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah it's that, interesting because yeah. I've tried to take, well, let's see, like what other, I can't think, well, like 5-HTP. I'm now able to take a little melatonin at night, but I have to take a half mm-hmm. of a little... Because my brain, I'm just so sensitive, and it, I usually have the opposite effect happen when I take something. It's very bizarre. Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. GABA, oh, my God, that is like, you're right, is game-changing. I mean, it is just yeah. amazing yeah. Um, for focus and just that. <laughs> you do? I, well, I didn't realize. Now, okay, now I want to go back to something you said. So are you saying it's in this oolong tea naturally, or is this a special oolong tea? No, it actually can be found in the Camilla sinensis. And so it needs to be treated to a certain degree to be able to activate that, the, the, oh. the double found in it, in the tea leaves. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So how do you treat it then? Well, it, it goes with its natural process, like with all uh, Camellia sinensis plants go to. Um, it, it basically needs to be dried. And then when it does, I believe when it gets heated, it's going through the heated process, that might be also called oxidation, um, it needs to be treated in a certain temperature for a certain amount of time in order to bring about and for it not to be, um, I guess, I guess the right word, overcooked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because yeah. oolong can really give you a lot. I used to drink, I sometimes can drink that early morning, but that, I love the taste, but it does have, I mean, it's, to me it's like caffeine. Mm-hmm. It has a big mm-hmm. punch to it. Um, okay, Susanna, so we have a question. Oh. I'm sorry, go ahead. So, well, Healer Medicine, I love oolong. Go ahead and what you... Um, Okay, we got we got lots of questions in the chat. So go ahead and finish your thought about the oolong. Then I'm going to get to the and then I have a couple of questions for you. If that's okay. Uh, basically, oolong. You know, it's, I think it's about 15 percent caffeine. So it just oh, okay. On your sensitivity towards it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And the wonderful thing is about this, oolong is is this something that people can? We have a little bit of a delay for some reason on this connection. Um, is that something that people can do on their own? That's one of the questions of what you're talking about with the oolong. If they were to grow their own tea plant? Ah, um, is that what it is? Okay. If they were, if they did grow their own tea plant, then certainly they could be able to do this process at home if they wanted to, if they had the right tools and equipment. But okay. it is, although to be more clear, that it usually this tea is grown, or this type of long, or I'm sorry, mm-hmm. this type of tea plant 
is grown in right. a nitrogen-rich environment so that it would develop, like, a higher concentration of the GABA itself. Um, oh, okay. So a lot of it sounds like also how you're growing it then, right? Yeah, it's all about soil. <laughs> is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, okay, we have Healer Medium wants to know, how did she find her tribe growing up? Oh, my tribe? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I am a firm believer that throughout your life, you are naturally led by spirit, by the universe, to meet people at the right time in the right place. Mm-hmm. And I have... I have definitely been around, you know, meeting people and coming and going. And I I like to say that I follow the wind. The wind takes me, you know. So over the years, I have met many wonderful people that I got to share moments of wonderful experiences with. And I, I, even now that they are no longer with me, that I have moved here to a whole new area, they still are close to me, close to my heart. And they know who they are if they're listening. <laughs> and I I am still searching for people where I am that uh, that are the same, it's the same connection, the same bond. And I have already started meeting people in that nature here where I am. So I like to basically say I, I like to believe that my tribe is large and my tribe will come throughout my life. So, yes, they will just keep coming. And I'm excited <laughs> to meet everyone that I can connect with. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah, we are kind of sent to where we need to be, right, for our next level of soul unfolding or sharing, learning, growing, and connecting. Um, so you kind of just let it, I'm kind of that way too, just let it happen. Or you be find yourself in certain places or sense certain places, and then certain people happen to be, you connect with, right? It really truly just happens. Yeah. yeah. Like here where I am, you know, you would never think that you would find such a strong, supportive community because, you know, I'm in the deep south and a lot of people, you know, assume that they are not really very many open-minded spiritual people here. But I have been blessed to find a large group here that are absolutely supportive and loving and caring. And I... It means the world to me. I feel absolutely blessed to have been able to meet these people. And it it happened exactly like that, you know, where it just all fell into place that it came where I could meet them and they could meet me and it just formed that way. So when it comes to a spiritual tribe, you will be led there. It will fall into place. And then you can have tea parties. I agree. (laughs) Yes. No, and I agree they're everywhere. I mean, I've used to travel a lot, and I've lived in different places, you know, throughout the United States and also internationally in Europe. And 
you always find people, and even the southern states. I mean, I've found whether, you know, Georgia, uh, I haven't been to Alabama, but uh, South Carolina, Florida, I mean, Chicago, I was there for a while. I mean, my friends in California would say, oh, Chicago, oh, there's probably not a lot of spiritual people. And I was like, no, actually, there are a lot of very spiritually focused people and even advanced practitioners. And I say, and they're also very consistent and dedicated, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I agree with you. We get wherever, I mean, we're all over the place. You know, we're everywhere, and I, I think we yes. we do get led to them. And even in a small town, I would find the one mm-hmm. herbalist, witch, or metaphysician, or tarot card reader. Right, 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 right. Um, Susanna, we have another question. Um, how much tea do you drink a day, and what kinds of tea? Do you have a favorite tea? Okay. Yes, I do. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. I drink at least about four cups of tea a day. I drink a tea in the morning, a tea at noon, a tea in the afternoon, and a tea in the evening. <laughs> and they all vary. Um, in the mornings, you know, I like to drink my oolong tea, my gaba. And in the noontime, I like to drink a lemon ginger tea to basically power up my day, you know, set my intentions. And actually, to be clear, the morning tea is to remove the brain fog, clear away my energy. Basically, it's it's like saging myself. So it's just kind of I clear away. I'm, I'm, I basically start fresh. And at noon tea, uh, that is when I set my intentions, that I know what I want and need for the day. And then in the afternoon tea, um, it's generally like a kind of a mushroom tea. And... <laughs> I I add whichever herbs that I know will help basically bump things along. Like so, it, it just depends of, of the day. Um, I can go with some jasmine, adding it to my mushroom tea, or I can go with some peppermint to add to the mushroom tea, or some um, rhodiola to that as well. And so it just depends on what is needed for that day in particular. And, and I love rhodiola. That's another herb I take. Yes. Rhodiola. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, so wonderful with some rose petals or roses. Oh yes. Mm. <laughs> or carob. Yes, I love to make it into like a nice little milky tea with mushroom blend. Oh, it's so nice. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> now. So uh, Susanna, where can people start? Obviously, with your book, and I want to get into that also. Um, but where can people start if they because you're not only wild crafting, but it sounds like you have all the accoutrements to make, you know, the the, the teas. Um, where can people start? What would be basic for them? Like, let's say for energy, or just a tea during the middle of the day, and then let's say a winding down tea. Well, people can start. There are two types of tea drinkers. The ones who actually collect all of the necessary herbs and begin an apothecary at home, or the ones that like to go to the stores and find in the tea aisle their own lovely little box of tea, which are perfectly fine. I'm not judging. <laughs> um, and you know, if you if you reference my book or any other books, and you know the 
some magical correspondences to these types of teas. Like if you're looking for an energy tea, you go right to like an, a lovely ginger tea or or a black tea. And you can look into, in the market, find yourself a ginger tea, find yourself a, a lovely black tea that you know that you would enjoy. And you use that said that if you build your own at-home apothecary, if you know the the magical intentions for these herbs, then you basically can start collecting them and find your favorite, find ones that are memorable to you and drink those when you need those throughout the day. What does it take to start your own, uh, like what do you have, like when you're talking about the oolong, the, 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 Mm -hmm. you're obviously you're growing it. It sounds like, are you growing it yourself also? And drying it? Not yet. Because you I, are. Okay. Since I just recently moved, I haven't been able to get that started yet. But I'm hoping okay. once the husband builds my, <laughs> builds my little garden out there, I'll get back to it. Mm, okay. And then the tea. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, your book opens so much. There's so much in here. There's the teas. Oh, I also love that you had, like, aromatic oils and crystals. Yeah. I love you had the crystals yeah. in there. If you mm-hmm. can, uh, and teas for each sun sign, the horoscope teas. Yeah, there's a lot. What's your favorite combo? Like, let's say you're doing a nurturing tea or somebody, let's say, that's going through a lot of change and so many are right now. What's a good tea crystal combination, or is there one that kind of jumps at you? Well, if they're going through a lot right now, I would probably go right to a tea tea recipe just to kind of help settle the energy, you know, bring a little bit more rest to yourself. Like if you just need a moment from all what's happening, all the craziness. And mm. that one is a very simple recipe usually. It's a, like passion flower with some violet blossoms, some fresh thyme, and some honey. And I would use like a rose quartz crystal to kind of help lend in that peaceful frequency to the overall mm. tea remedy that you need. Mm-hmm. Or some clear mm. quartz. Some selenite to help recharge after some, if it's been a crazy day. I like that. The one thing I hear with you too, and I and I, I'm a big proponent of, you know, diff, ritual, you know, cultural, traditional ritual, but also rituals that we create. And even as you're sharing this, I'm like, oh wow, that's a the intention because ritual helps us with the intention of what we're doing. So someone putting this together for themselves, right? Yeah, is creating mm-hmm. a great ritual for themselves, and which mm-hmm. I a self-honoring ritual for what they're they're going exactly. uh, going through. Yeah, it's like self-care. It's exactly yeah. that. Yeah, doing self-care yeah. and making it something important and sacred, and and then of course it's always the intention. Really, mm-hmm. um, yeah, because I know in some of my rich early ritual classes, they would talk about um, empty ritual. If you don't have the intention, 
yeah. you know, you're just kind of putting something together, but you really have to align it with your your intention. Let's see. And then you said rose quartz. What? What? Oh, selenite also. Selenite, rose quartz, clear yeah. quartz. I mean, clear quartz. Or, or any of your favorite blue stones. Mm. So tell me a bit about just your inspiration for this um, book, your most recent book here. My inspiration. Well, I mean, the the tea craft, I call it, has always been. It's it's basically been my practice for all these years. You know, mm-hmm. I I have I have learned so much about different practices from different cultures and different spiritual ideals, and you know, they were all so wonderful, so beautiful, and I was grateful to have been a witness and to learn all this. Mm. And but when I realized how much of a passion I had for tea, I knew that it would be a, a it would become my craft. And over mm. the years, whether it was for myself or for my family or for my dear friends, I basically always came forward with a cup of tea. Like mm-hmm. you need something, I listen. I, I'm listening to you, and I know you need this. Here it is. Just, just take a moment. Mm-hmm. Be in this. Be in. Be here with me and drink this. You know, and and it has always come basically from my heart. And this this is why I knew I needed to share and and share this book and and write this inspiration, this where my love comes from, you know, to share this practice that I think many people, I feel that many people already do so in their lives, whether it is just to simply sit down in their own comfy chair with a hot cup of tea and just breathe in that scent, that steam, and just to gather their strength, that right there is magic. But I know that they bear with me. So I would say that's the inspiration. Yeah. Enjoy that. Yeah, I, that tea really does something. I think obviously it has, um, you know, the properties within it, the, the, if we want to call it the physiology of the tea, you know, the chemical, but also the, Mental, emotional, um, also can be very soothing or connecting. Like you say, getting together with someone and having tea, or you see what they need and giving them that tea. Um, I, I lived in England for a while and actually studied there at the uh, university for a while. And oh my God, it was so cold. We had tea breaks. I now I'm like they had tea to warm up. Yes. And then, of course, you have tea. You meet someone for tea to chat, but then you also have tea for soothing. You have tea for waking up. <laughs> I mean, there yeah. were all these right, all these uses for tea and offering someone, you know, a spot of tea, you know, um, to kind of help 
calm or connect. Let me ask you, from your research with T, what was was it always this way? Was it you know was this I guess a part of T's function? Oh yeah, it you know yeah. that's exactly what you said. It's it he has always been a source of empowerment or a source of soothing, you know. So definitely, I have seen it all as well. <laughs> okay, so it's always kind of. And I'm wondering with you, do you think we're more going back to that? Or, or more people starting to, because I know that tea, especially in the, the States, the whole thing with coffee, um, mm-hmm. I think Mexico, I have some relatives from there. They were big in a lot of coffee, but some some teas, uh, for sure. I know different areas or provinces have, you know, one preference or not or, or another. Um, but I'm wondering if you're seeing a resurgence whether with herbal, herbal treatments, or, or maybe even supplements. Um, like you said, some people go to the store and get it. Some people do their own um, crafting and preparation. What are your thoughts on that as kind of going back to that more, that old folklore, natural uh, way of healing and soothing? I do believe there has been a resurgence towards this because a lot of people have, I guess I would say people have have started to move past coffee because of the the caffeine intakes. I think more and more people are starting to just want to relax (laughs) uh, mind, uh, or at least take it slower, take life a little slower, you know? Yeah. Um, Because I have definitely heard a whole lot more people mentioning how they are reacting uh, negatively towards coffee nowadays with anxiety or with stress or inability to sleep That's or interesting. Relax, you know? That so, is interesting. Uh, yes. Uh, more and more people I have noticed are looking more towards natural healing um, or preventative ways to heal themselves, find wholeness, find balance in their bodies in their lives Mm -hmm. Um, so which is wonderful I am so happy to see this because I think it needs to be done more so we need to kind of move away from reliance so much on western medicine which is so good but what needs to be is to just basically take care of yourself take care of your body take care of yourself before you need to go to western medicine you know so I agree. Yeah, I agree definitely that the for self-care or nurturing or you know really and and if you think about it that's how really western medicine um conventional medicine came out was really out of acute situations, you know, surgeries mm-hmm. or major illnesses. It really, in the beginning, if you if you look at the the history of it, it really was never for like the common cold or you know, hence mm-hmm. common cold, a little ache and pain. There were all these other things. Oh, put your feet up, rest. There's a poultice. Put this, you know, yeah. chamomile tea patch on your or whatever it was. Um, work yeah. less. Oh, you must be stressed. Relax. Have some tea. You know, have a toddy or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you, and I don't know about you, but I just 
when I'm doing stuff like that for myself, I feel not only empowered, but so loving and this kind of like, I don't know where, ancient wisdom beyond me comes in. Right? It's just so amazing. You have the plant medicine coming through to help you. The Gaia, Mother Earth. I mean, it's just this interconnected. Right? Isn't it? Oh. I was just thinking, like, yes, that the feminine mother, the mother of 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 all, is within yeah. you, around you, within this, within the herbs, within all of the the remedies that you do for yourself. You're mothering yourself, which is it, it is an ancient practice in itself, you know. Yeah, and that's why you would feel so good because you are meant to take care of yourself. You're meant to be like your mother. It doesn't matter if you who you are, you you are supposed to care for yourself and balance yourself in order to balance the world around you. Yeah. Oh, oh Susanna, so well put. All right, on that note, let's uh let people know where and how they can find you and uh about your book and you're welcome healer medium for the show. You're welcome everyone in the chat. Thanks for being here. Uh Susanna, yes, under the pen name S N Harlow. Where can people find you and connect more with you and get your book? Well, Please feel free to connect with me on social media. I am there. I am active, and I do respond to everybody. <laughs> I am on Very Instagram. Cool. I, I am on Twitter. I am on or or X, however they call it now. Um, or or the the whole thread or all on TikTok. I I am under the Tea Witch blog, so you can find me on there. On Facebook, I my page is SM Harlow Book. And I have a blog called theteawitchblog.com. So I'm pretty much the Tea Witch blog, so you can find me that way. And uh, you can find my book in, in most stores that sell books. You can find it on Amazon. Um, yeah, so I, I hope you find it okay, and I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you share with me your love of tea magic because I, oh, it was means so much to me to be able to see this widespread, you know, and just being able to enjoy it and, and, and practice it, you know. It's beautiful yeah. practice. <laughs> it is. It's like pass it on, pass it on. All right, yeah. Susanna, thank you so much for being here. Have a beautiful day, and I wish you well in your um, acclimating to your new uh, homestead sounds like it's amazing. Thank you, thank you so much, and thank you for having me on here. It's been a blast, and yeah, I wish you all the best as well. And many cheers. <laughs> thank you. Lots of love and light. Bye. Bye. All right, soul lights. Wow, a lot of great info. Um, might want to re-listen or re-watch when we get to YouTube. Um, it'll be uploaded to YouTube um, maybe I think this week. Um, you may want to re-watch it there or re-listen on all your uh, podcast favorite platforms. It will be available. 
Check the description box, ways to get in touch with Susanna. Also, I'm going to put the Dream Course link there. Um, I forgot to do that, but I will do that today. And I'm going to just read one little, I just pulled a Starseed Oracle card and got Magnificence. And to me, this wraps up everything because today everyone was so sharing their gifts, including our guest, her amazing um, gifts as well and insights. Magnificence, you are amazing, magnificent, and unique. But most importantly, you are enough. Yeah, remember you're enough. Your vibrational resonance and frequency is not only here just by happenstance. No, no, no. Needed and necessary. You as you are are needed and necessary at this time on the planet. All right, Soul Lights, connect with me, Soul Insights and Tarot, as well as Awakenings with Michelle Mache podcast on YouTube. Um, you can also connect with me on Instagram and um, there are other ways, Patreon. Um, there are other ways, but those are the main ways. Uh, if you have any guest suggestions, topic suggestions, please email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. As always, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and of course, keep awake. I'm getting Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?